and we back in this thing like we left some welcome back y'all to this week's episode of i got a story to tell thank you for everybody who continues to listen continues to join in continues to send me messages texts phone calls letting me know like hey that's funny um or even my people that are close to me that send me constructive criticism like hey i should have did this right here or you know it should have flowed like this i always welcome that i'm not one of those people that my ego keeps me from taking constructive criticism from people i love so real quick before we even go to me giving someone their flowers i was asked a question by a friend of mine who works for a newspaper here in the uh houston area right we talk all the time it's one of my good friends and he asked me he was like hey mike i want to ask you something that i asked another guy that i just interviewed about his podcast i said what's up he said two questions one do you listen to your own podcast two what other podcasts do you listen to so to answer his question i listen um and i told him this but i wanted to share with you all i listened to my podcast one time after i recorded and you know uploaded and shared and all that i listened to it one time just to get a vibe a feel to see how it flowed uh what could i do better what you know what i did wrong what sounded off whatever the case may be right so i don't listen to it for pleasure i listen to it just to critique myself right now as far as other podcasts i have a short list of other podcasts i listen to now i don't listen to them on the date they're released majority of the time shit all the time i listen to them on my particular day that i have set aside for those podcasts so for example one of the podcasts i listen to is who made y'all priests super dope podcast discussing everything from spirituality to religion to um uh, current issues that are going on things like that right so i listen to um who made y'all priests on monday mornings even though it's released on thursdays i listen to it on monday mornings when i'm taking my morning walk right so not too far from me there is like this lake and i walk around it just to take in nature you know get a little exercise clear my mind i think well about water so i listen to that on tuesdays i listen to church after hours um now church after hours is religion uh storytelling funny serious it's a it's a it's a gumbo of all those things right so i listen to those on tuesdays um on Wednesdays, I listen to You Can't Make This Up. That's a mixture of sports, uh, music, what's going on at the times, thing, at the current times, things like that. Um, and I listen to on uh, that next day uh, a podcast called uh, Note to Self. Dope podcast, two young ladies from Ohio who currently live in Korea. And they detail what they got going on, you know, um, what they're going through things like that right so those are the podcasts that i currently listen to now my favorite one to watch is the pivot the pivot podcast with ryan clark um and fred taylor and um god what's my man name uh uh with the dreads channing crowder so i i watch that also but those are my podcasts that I, I, I right now I'm really big into um, and that's what I watch. So just wanted to share that like I shared it with my boy. Now, again, thank you all for joining me this week. Time to give someone their flowers. The difference about this week, me giving someone their flowers is I don't know this woman. I don't know this woman that I'm about to give flowers to. 
So real quick, why I'm giving her flowers. Um, maybe somebody in Cincinnati knows her. Maybe they don't. Whatever the case may be. If someone's able to let me know who she is, please let me know. Maybe they've talked to you or whatever. But the reason I'm giving her flowers is when my mother was very ill in a nursing home, my brother and I on a Sunday went over to see my mother. And it was very emotional for my brother and myself. Um, and we both got very emotional. We're crying as we came out of my mom's room. And we're sitting on these benches in front of the um, nursing home where she is. And we're not saying anything. We're sitting on benches that are across from each other. I'm on one, he's on the other, and we're just crying. And this older black woman comes out. She doesn't say anything. She walks over to us and she hugs us. And that shit in that moment, I needed that so bad at that very moment. She hugged us, said it's going to be okay, and she walked off. I don't know who this woman is. I just know what that did for my brother and myself that day. So, ma'am, whoever you are, if anybody knows this woman, um, if she's she's told anybody about that experience whatever and you listen or happen to hear about it let me know please so ma'am i'm giving you your flowers today even though i don't know you um and i don't know if i'll ever meet you again i want to say thank you thank you thank you and with that being said y'all it is story time i got a story to tell let's go takes place in 2001 that's two two zeros and a one now on previous episodes y'all have heard me reference the infamous call center where i worked at this time there are two different episodes uh where i talked about this call center and things that have taken place around this call center one is the episode entitled she got fairy dust in there and the other one is a wolf running free at the picnic so this story takes place at this very same call center. If you've ever worked like telemarketing, if you've ever worked at a call center, y'all know all the foolishness that takes place at the call center. So let's get to it. Now, at that time, um, there was a lot going on. Um, I was still, you know, figuring out what my next move kind of was going to be. I'd already kind of wrapped my mind around, though, moving to Florida. So I was just pretty much just wasting time until it was time to move to Florida. So, like I said, at that time, I had a frat brother from Tuskegee. <laughs> Shout out my frat brother, Will, who worked there with me. So he and I would kick it a lot. We was going out all the time. So one day I come into work. It's one of the few times I was ever late to work. And I'm walking in. And as I'm about to walk in the door, a car pulls up, windows down. And young lady in the passenger side and the uh, a young man in the driver's seat, they're arguing, they on some loud shit. Oh, they back and forth. They, yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, it's a lot going on early in the morning. So I'm like, ain't none of my business. I walk in, hit the elevator door, and I'm like, damn, this elevator taking long. Because I hate riding the elevator with people I don't know. Like, I'm the type, if you're running for the elevator and you, hold the door, hold the door. Nigga, I'm hitting door closed. So she makes it in time. Get on the elevator, she says, uh, good morning. How you doing? I said, I'm cool. How you doing? She said, I'm good. 
She says, you work on the third floor. Now in our building, my call center was on the third floor. There was another call center on the fourth. She was like, you work on the third floor, huh? I was like, yeah, I do. She was like, yeah, I'm right above you. I'm on the fourth floor. I said, oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. So I'm getting off the elevator because it's to my floor. I'm like, all right, you have a nice day. She says, you do too. Go in. Everything is everything. Work day. Next day. Very next day. I'm coming into work. I'm on time. Like I normally am. Same car pull up. They on some loud arguing shit again. I'm like, damn, these niggas argue every morning. So I, all right, I'm going to wait on her. She gets on the elevator. Good morning. I say, hey, how you doing? She was like, I'm going to make it. I'm like, oh, okay. She was like, I know you heard me and my dude arguing. I said, nah, not really. I don't, I don't really be paying attention to anything other than me getting into work in the morning. She was like, oh, well, it's cool. I get off the elevator. You have a good day. You have a good day, too. Couple days later, my frat brother Will comes over to me. Mike, I say, what's up? Nigga, you trying to go kick it tonight? Trying to step out? I say, yeah. So we go out. We're out kicking it. We're having a great time. We're at this spot. It's like a, a, a it's like a bar not too far from the job. This is a Thursday night. While I'm in there, I see the young lady who had been riding the elevator with. We make eye contact. She's like, hey, what's up? She comes over and starts talking. She's like, what's up, elevator buddy? I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing? She's like, I'm cool. So I tell her, I said, I put my hand, I said, my name is Mike. She's like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. We'll call her T. So she says, I'm T. I'm like, oh, okay, nice to meet you, T. She hugs my neck. I'm like, oh, okay. I went for the handshake. You know, she hugs my neck, cool. So my boy says, hey, who you in here with? She points to her two girls. He's like, hey, tell them to come over. So they come over. He's like, let me buy y'all a drink. So we, he buys them the first round, I buy them the next. So we're having a good time getting to know each other. You know, she's telling us like, hey, you know, I'm from Forest Park, you know, yada, yada, yada. I went to Wynn Woods, all this shit, right? Cool. Getting to know each other. We're leaving, walking out. She, hey, I had a really good time. Uh, the, the two homegirls like, yeah, we had fun. We got to do this again. And so, cool. The next uh, day at work, me and Will chilling at work. We're talking a little bit because his aisle where he, his phone and desk and cubicle are, are like down from mine. So he's, anytime he's not on the phone, he's getting up, standing at my cubicle talking. So he would always get in trouble and they'd be like, Will, sit down, you know. So we're chilling, talking. The secretary comes in and she was like, um, Mike, Will, um, somebody's here to see you. We like, huh? So we walk to the front desk. It's old girl. She was like, hey, I just wanted to stop by and say, hey, thank you. Me and my girls had a great time. We owe y'all. Next time we step out, drinks are on us. We like, all right, bet, cool. Just let us know. She's like, all right. That next week, she says, hey, she stops down at the office. Hey, we stepping out tonight. Y'all come meet us. All right, cool. So we do. We go out, have a great time. They like drinks on us. We like, all right, bet. We drink and we have a good time. It's time to leave. So right as we're leaving, old girl T grabs my arm and we're walking. And she was like, um, she was like, you're going to make me come home with you. Ha ha ha. So she throws the ha 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 on there like the laugh to kind of make it seem like she's playing just in case I'd be like, nah, I'm good. She can she can pawn it off as oh, I was just joking. Or if I'd be like, well, she is. Come on. She down with it. So I get what's going on, right? So I'm like, nah, I don't want you to get in trouble. 
She was like, I ain't gonna get in trouble. Shit, he be mad about everything else anyway. I'm like, nah, you good. We um get to her car. She was like, hey, here, take my number. So I take her number, I give her my number. Every now and again at work, she'll stop down, hey, what's up? We'll run across each other, like on the elevator or coming into work or whatever. It was always a hey, what's up, what's up, what's up. Every now and again, she'll send me a little text. We'll talk for five seconds or whatever the case may be. Now, at the time, she was in nursing school. So she was working at this place to pay for nursing school. And so she would always tell me, like, man, it's hard. Nursing school is hard. Then I got, you know, I got two kids at the crib. Because she had kids. She had two kids at the crib. Uh, She had this dude. She was always into it and all this shit. So she really had a lot going on, right? So I used to feel kind of bad for her. But we stayed cool. Now let's get to the story. (laughs) So one weekend, some weekends down the road, I go to Atlanta to kick it with uh, some of my friends. Right now, at the time, my sister was living in Atlanta. I had some friends living in Atlanta. So I would go from time to time, hang out, kick it or whatever. So I'm down there kicking it one weekend. Me and my boys, we go out pretty early in the day. We doing a lot of daytime drinking, uh, get done drinking, go to the crib, chill for a little bit. Then we go to dinner. We step out for dinner. In the middle of, you know, sitting at dinner, my boy whose crib I'm staying at says, hey, I'm about to go mess with this chick that's stay on the east side. Right now, every time I've gone to Atlanta, like I stayed on the west side, my sister lived on the west side. My boys lived on the west side. Um. I never went, you know, on the east side of Atlanta. Wasn't the East Atlanta type cat, right? So my boy is like, hey, I'm going to go mess with this chick. He's like, you got the keys to the crib. He's like, I'm going to take you to the crib, drop you off, go chill with old girl for me, and then I'll be back later. He had also told me that his sister, because he had a sister who lived in Athens, Georgia. She was a student at uh, UGA, right? Her and one of her girls were coming up, and they was going to be staying there for the weekend. So he was like, hey, my little sister might be up. He was like, if you leave for whatever reason, I was like, nigga, I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got no car. He was like, but for whatever reason, he was like, don't worry. My sister has a key. I said, okay, cool. So again, he's going to drop me off at the crib, go to East Atlanta, mess with this young lady he had been talking to or whatever. I was like, I'm just going to chill at the crib. I had had a little too much to drink, so I need to chill anyway. So he drops me off at the crib. I'm sitting at his crib. I call him after he dropped me off. He had probably dropped me off about 20 minutes ago. I call him. I say, hey, I'm just checking on you straight. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, East Atlanta ain't one of them spots you go if you're not from there, yada, yada, yada. I said, yeah, I know. He said, I got my my, my pistol with me. I said, okay, cool. He was like, you left your, your wallet in the door. I said, all right. I was like, well, shit, I don't need it. Just put it in the glove compartment, lock it up, whatever. He said, all right, I got you. I'm chilling. I get a text from old girl. That's in, you know, T that's in, in nursing school back home. She sends me a text. She says, Hey, what's up? I said, nothing much. What you got going on? She was like, just kicking it with my girls for my birthday. I said, Oh shit. I didn't know it was your birthday. Happy birthday. I said, when I get back to the crib, when I get back to Cincinnati drinks on me, she was like, she sends me a text. Oh, you out of town. I respond. Yeah. I'm kicking it with my boys in the A for the weekend. My phone rings and it's her. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, what's up, birthday girl? She was like, 
you in Atlanta? I said, yeah. She says, oh shit, me too. I said, say word. She said, word. She said, me and my girls came down to kick it for my birthday. I said, oh shit. She responds with, you need to come over here and kick it. We're staying at the Marriott Marquis uh, right on Peachtree. I'm like, I, I know where it is. I was like, only thing is, I was like, my boy who, you know, I'm staying with, he's always in East Atlanta. I don't have a car. Now, at the time, there was no Uber. There was no um, Lyft. None of that, right? So I'm like, I don't have any way to get to you. Now, I could have probably called my sister and been like, hey, Trina, come scoop me uh, or let me borrow the car. I'm about to do this and that. But I didn't. So she was like, I'll come pick you up. I'm like, all right, what you want to do? She was like, well, we can come back here to the hotel where we are. We have a bunch of liquor here in the room. We can drink. I said, all right, cool. I was like, because I don't have my wallet anyway. Now, at the time, I think in my pocket, I probably had maybe $30 in cash in my pocket. I said, my boy has my wallet in his car. He was like, she was like, don't worry about it. Come to the room. We can just drink and hang out. I said, cool. She said, shoot me the info where your boy, um, where his spot is. I said, all right. So I shoot it the address. She's not, she's no more than probably 15, maybe 20 minutes from me, if that. She comes to pick me up. I'm waiting at the gate where my boy's apartment is. I walk out the gate, she picks me up. We go back to the hotel where she's staying. Now, her and her girls, is it seems like it's 90 of them. They're all sharing one room. I don't know how they traveled and kicked it like that. They ain't none of my business, but they all in one room. So we get there, I walk in this room, and it's, I mean, it's young ladies everywhere. So I walk in, she's like, hey, y'all, this is Mike who I was telling y'all about. So I'm like, hey, Mike, we heard about you. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, hey, you know, nice to meet y'all. So they're drinking, they're having a good time. And old girl was like, let me fix you a drink, let me fix you a drink. I'm like, all right, cool. She brings me the biggest styrofoam cup of Hennessy, like no ice, no nut, just straight Hennessy. I'm not a Hennessy drinker like that. Like, that's not my shit. That's not my go-to. I actually don't like it. But I'm like, okay, I'll do it while in Rome, right? So I started drinking this. And again, I had been drinking earlier. So now I'm getting like drunk, drunk. She's drunk. So they're talking. It's loud conversation, loud laughing. I'm actually getting like kind of annoyed at this point. She comes over. She sits on my lap. She's rubbing like the back of my neck. And I'm like, oh shit, like Slim, wildin' wildin', right? So she was like, I'm so happy you here. I'm so happy we can hang out for my birthday. All this shit. Oh, okay, cool. All right. She says, let's take a walk around the hotel. All right, so we walking around a little bit. While we're chilling in the lobby, because at this point I'm so drunk, I'm like, man, I gotta sit down. We sit down, we're talking. She was like, oh, I wish we can get another room. Just me and you. And I'm like, huh? She was like, yeah, I just, I just wish we, I'm like, huh? So she was like, you know what? I'll be right back. So she goes upstairs to her room. She's up there what seems like an hour. At this point, I'm actually about to like leave out. See if I can find like a gypsy cab or anything to take me back. Or I was going to call my boy and be like, hey, what time are you coming back? You know, all this shit, right? So she's taking so long. I end up texting my boy because I didn't want to call and interrupt. I text him. 
And he was like, hey, my little sister just got to the crib. I said, hey, what's little sister's number? I was like, I might need her to come pick me up. So he shoots me the number. I'm like, all right. I was like, I'll text her if I, I really need to come pick. He was like, all right, cool. He was like, she ain't doing nothing but chilling. I said, all right. So I'm chilling for a little bit. She finally comes downstairs. She has keys in her hand. She says, hey, come on, let's take a ride. I said, huh? So I stand up. I still have some Hennessy in this cup. She says to me, hey, I don't have enough money to get another room here. She was like, I'm, I'm like flat busted. I just got enough money, me and my girls, to make it back home. I'm like, uh, okay. She was like, but I got a little money. We can get like a little cheap hotel room somewhere else. So she's letting me know like, hey, let's get it in, right? So I'm like, Okay, I guess. All right, cool. You know, I'm drunk. I'm out of town. Shit, why not? So we get in her car. We're riding around. We go to an Econo Lodge motel. We go to an Econo Lodge. They don't have no room. So we like, okay. We go to like a, a, a Motel 8. They don't have no rooms. We like, shit. We go to a Motel 6, no room. I'm like, okay. We're going to all these little, like, little cheap-ass little motels, nothing. We cut down the street, and it's like kind of a dark street. So she was like, shit, we might just have to get it in here in the car. Now, that's not beneath me. Oh, it's not beneath me. Majority of the sex that I got in high school was in a car. Like, so that's not beneath me. And shit, even as a young adult, I, I got something in the car. So it's not, I'm not tripping, but I'm like, well, let's, you know, let's keep looking, right? Nick, we pull up on a whole, well, let me take the H out. We pull up in front of a motel. Nigga, this is the worst looking motel I've ever seen. It is terrible. It looks like, do y'all remember the old show? What was that? The Monsters? Y'all remember the, the theme song and how they showed the house and how old and crickety it looked? I promise you, that is how this hotel looked. It looked like the worst ran down, dilapidated piece of shit, right? I'm like, there's no way this place is in business. She busted right into the parking lot. I'm like, oh shit. Now, I'm going to tell y'all where we work for my Atlanta people. Y'all know the W Hotel that sits on, I want to say that 17th and Peachtree. I want to say it's 17th. Right across from the Fox Theater. I believe that's the Fox Theater. And like up around the corner is the, what is the name of that hotel? The Atlantan or the Georgia, whatever it's called. Anyway, any fucking way. That's where, it's like, so for my Atlanta people, when you're passing the W and you can go down to Piedmont Park, it's not on this hotel is not on 17th. It's down some on the side street. And when I say she busted right into there and I'm like, oh, shit, like this shit looks like fuck a trap house. Fuck a bando. This is a like a heroin den. I mean. The crack and heroin and shit that was used in this place. Oh, Nick, pales in comparison to like the most notorious 
trap house you've ever seen. Nigga. She busts her right into the parking lot. I instantly perk up thinking to myself, I know like hell she don't think we're going in here. But she think we're going in here. So we pull up. She was like, this can't be too expensive. I'm like, hold on. I'm big on hygiene and like where I do anything at, where I lay my head, any of that, right? So she puts this bitch in a parking spot, opens the door. I'm like, oh shit, she she dead ass about this, right? So I get out with her. We walk to this door. The door is locked. It has a sign with an arrow pointing around the corner to the side. So we walk around the side. There's a dude sitting behind some glass with the little silver circle microphone vent that you can talk through. And a, like a little thing you can slide money and shit into. She like, how much for a room? So dude, tell us like $40 for the night. But then it was like on some breakdown of like $17 for an hour. So she looks at me and was like, she, how long? This is exactly what she says to me. Verbatim. How long you think you're going to be up in it? I'm like, excuse me? She says, you know, it's it's good. Every time a nigga get up in it, they don't last long. So how long you think you can be up in it? Is an hour enough? Oh, she's coming at me sideways. I'm like, oh shit. Like she's so direct and like, like she, that's how she moving. That it's kind of like, it's kind of like clutch my pearls. Like, oh shit, hold on Slim. Like you ain't just going to be coming at me like this. Oh, but she coming at me like this. So I'm like, shit. Like, I've never been backed into this corner before, right? So I'm like, shit, yeah, an hour. So she pull off a hot 20, <laughs> slide it to him under the thing. He shoot her the keys. The key got a keychain on it. I'm like, oh, this is some real throwback shit. Who in the 2000s is using keys like that? Like, it got a whole brass key, like to somebody's crib. So he shoot her the key. I'm used to a hotel room. You got to sign some, some paper. Nah, he shoot her the key. He like, all right. He hit the button. And we come in the door. As we're walking by, there's another little window inside, like where the office is. And he's like, hey, the elevator don't work. Y'all going to have to use the stairs. It's on the fourth floor. I'm like, oh, shit. The stench of this hotel, y'all. This shit smelled terrible, right? Like it was a mixture of dog shit, a dog cage, uh, a nigga cooking dope. Um, like it was just terrible. Like any secretion, like it, it was like a nigga, like balled all the stinkies up, like all the stink smells ever created, made a gumbo and threw that shit in this hotel, like a stink bomb. Boom. I'm like, Oh shit. Carpet dirty lights. dim, like, it, Oh my God. Walls like terrible. Right. I'm like, wow. So we hit the first step, like the first like uh, thing of stairs, right? I'm like, oh shit. Like, I really feel like I'm walking into some shit, right? So I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like I'm replaying situations in my life. I'm like, Michael, how did you get here? Like, I have to talk to myself. Like, nigga, what are you doing? Like, nigga, you're in a terrible motel about to get it in. You're halfway drunk. There's no telling what rodents are going to come running out. What type of roaches this got like in here? Like, I'm really feeling like y'all know the scene where uh, 
where where Eddie Murphy and Arsenio got the apartment and coming to America. Yo, Stu, yo, rent do my, like that. That's what I'm feeling like. But it got carpet. That's the only difference. Oh, nigga, it's terrible. Walking up the second stairs, second set of stairs. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get my life together. Like I'm talking to myself like this, Michael. You have to get your shit together because there's no way you belong in this building. I'm talking to myself like I'm a parent, right? But my legs ain't stopping. My legs like, nigga, hey, yeah, you got to get it together, but keep walking. So I'm walking. We get to the third stairwell. I'm like, oh, shit, man. You really about to do this, though? Like, you really about to go through with this. You're really about to smash somebody in a terrible CD motel. You know, how, how, how are you doing this? Like, why are you doing this? Man, we get to that room. She stick the key and open the door. Man, if I could tell y'all how this room look, it is so terrible. It has like wood paneling on some of the walls. Then the other two walls are like on some brick. Like y'all know how niggas in the project had like brick walls and shit. Like it has some brick walls on like a couple of the walls. There is a bed that's sitting so low to the ground. Like it damn near looked like a nigga made a pallet, right? It has an old school thin, oh, this shit paper thin, blanket on it. Like there's a light coming from the parking lot through the window. Like the shades, like on the, the window shades, like some of them are bent up. Like it's crazy how this shit look, right? Like it's from a set of a movie, like a horror movie almost. A bullshit TV that's sitting on, like, it's not even a, like a chest of drawer, right? It's almost like a little side end table that a nigga threw in there and plopped the TV on. There's a sink. The bathroom is utterly disgusting. Nigga, there's no way I could piss in there. There's no way I'm pulling my dick out in this room. Like, I don't want the, the air to get on my dick in this bathroom. So I'm like, oh my God. Now, I'm like, we're here. Like, Michael, you're here. You're too far gone. You should have said something from the giddy up. But now, nah, nigga, you here now. So I'm here. I'm like, okay. She's standing there. She starts disrobing. Like, she's straight to it, right? Off the muscle. She, I'm like, oh, shit. She, she ready to go. Like, there ain't no, like, ain't no hold up. Ain't no, like, easing. Nah, she ready to go. She jetty and feeling ready. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. Now me, I need some tunes at this time. I need some music, right? Man, I ain't have my, my normal, you know, I travel with my little, little portable CD player with some mix CDs. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had it. But what they did have was a clock radio in the room. So I turn on the clock radio. I'm trying to find a station, right? Now, ATL got hip-hop galore and all that shit. But I ain't trying to be smashing to, you know, ludicrous move, bitch, get out the way. So I'm like, damn, I got to find something mellow and smooth. I'm looking for some R&B. If I could have had the first 112 CD, that would have been on rotation. If I'd have had Maxwell, Urban Hang Suite, it would have been in rotation. I ain't had it. If I'd have had the second Drew Hill CD, it would have been in rotation, but I ain't had none of that. If I'd have had Donnell Jones, where I want to be CD, it would have been in rotation. I ain't had it. So what do I do? I go to the clock radio, cut that joint on. 
and it had the little roller thing. Y'all know the little roller knob where you got to roll down the, the thing, you know what I'm saying, to find the station. Only thing I can find at the time was an easy listening station. The first song that comes on, who's going to drive you home tonight? That's my shit though, right? That is my shit. So I'm like, okay, I can smash to some 80s, you know, light light rock easy listening shit i can i can i don't really want to though i'm like okay cool next song come right on after that right after that kenny g songbird man an old girl ain't waiting she ain't waiting she she jetty and feeling ready she hot and ready you know what i'm saying she is a hot and ready like little Caesars had a hot and ready she hot and ready Man, we getting into it. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm doing this, right? She, this is where she had me messed up. She takes the, the comforter that's on the bed and like throw it back like we about to hop in the bed. Slim, I'm not finna lay in these people bed. I'm not about to do it. I don't know what type of secretions and bodily fluids and all. I don't know if they got the bed, but I, I'm not doing it. The best I can give you. The best I can do. I can unbutton my trousers. Like, I ain't disrespect you and just take my meat out the, the hole of my boxes. I ain't do that. I ain't disrespect you like that. I at least unbuckled my slacks. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's floating in this room. Last thing I need. So let me be honest. I ain't had no hat. I ain't even had no strap to put on. So I'm already gambling going up in here raw, right? I already think like, hey, I can get you know what I'm saying? I can get the clap. I don't want to add bed bugs to the clap because I'm going to hit. Oh, I'm gambling with my dick. I'm throwing. Man, listen. Listen. I'm playing a game with my dick because I ain't got no strap. I'm already sinning by being in this dirty ass place. Then I compound that by going in raw. Then I compound that by getting under the cover. I got to take one of them away. I got to take one of them away. So. The dumb nigga I am, I take away the one that could give me bed bugs. Eh, okay, cool. That was my dumb logic at the time. So anyway, without being too graphic, she's knocking me off, right? But it's not working. It's not working because my mind is so many places. Like, I want to close my eyes and like enjoy what's going on, but I can't close my eyes because I'm like, hold on. Candyman finna jump out this bathroom and kill us all, right? Or a fucking monster or a fucking rat the size of a fucking pit bull is going to jump out and eat us both in here. So I'm like, oh, man, I can't concentrate. So my man not working. My man like, hey, bro, you tripping. You're really in here wilding right now. Like, get your life together, dude. And until you get your life together, I'm not going to work for you. Slim is going to town, it seems like, forever. To the point, like, she stopped, like, on some I got some lockjaw shit, like, hey. Like, what's up? I'm like, oh, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So, again, not to be too graphic. I start blessing Slim, right? So, I, again, not to be too graphic. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to work, right? But while I'm going to work, fellas, <laughs> I know fellas go feel me what I'm saying with this, right? So, as I'm, you know, I'm snacking on Slim, right? As I'm, you know. 
I got my hands down there because I'm down on my knees and she laying on the bed as I'm, you know, blessing Slim. Oh, I'm I'm trying to get my boy right. Like I'm I'm jacking my boy. Like, come on, bro. Like you wildin'. We about to hey, she gonna talk about us bad, right? Because my thing is, I don't want her to give us a BDR. If she give us a BDR, I'm in trouble, right? Y'all fellas, y'all know what a BDR. People, y'all know what a BDR is, right? Bad dick report, right? So I can't have that on my Carfax. So what do I do? I'm going ham. Oh, when I say, man, listen, I'm about to pull that thing off the hinge as I'm snacking on Slim. So I'm like, man, this shit not working. My mind is all over the place, right? So now it's going on so long. You're like, she didn't, she didn't climax like twice. You know what I'm saying? Off the eating. So I'm like, oh man. Again, y'all forgive me for being too graphic. I try not to be. But I got to paint the picture for y'all. So I'm like, damn, I ain't bust. She ain't, you know what I'm saying? We ain't completed the deal. Hey, this hot $17 paid for an hour. We coming up on 40 minutes now. So, hey, you got 20 minutes to get to it. Man, listen. So now I'm still on soft. <laughs> Again, not to be graphic. I got to grab my joint and like squeeze it. So all the blood at the end, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm like holding it and stabbing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a butcher knife. Like I'm holding it. Cause I got to get all the, the blood at the end. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like this ain't working. Y'all I'm doing this and nigga again, I'm fully clothed. I just got my, my, my pants unbuckled. I got a full kit on. I got a full outfit on man. Listen, after doing that for about a hot 13 minutes, nigga, I'm sweating profusely, right? I'm looking, man, listen, I am sweating, sweating. I'm hot. I'm like, man, this just ain't going to work. So I got to give up. I got to give up. I say, you know what? You know, this ain't right. You know what I'm saying? The situation's not right. So she like, oh, okay. Like, she looking at me some type of way. So I'm like, oh. It, this is not good. This is not good. So, you know, we wrap up. I want to go in the bathroom and clean my joint off, right? But I'm like, no. Then I started in my mind. I said, you know what, nigga? You tripping. You done had your naked penis in a woman that you don't even really know like that. But you afraid to go in a, a dirty bathroom nigga you trip so i go in there get myself together she get herself together we go back to the car that was the quietest car ride in history she drops me off in my boy crib right i get to my boy crib and i'm just shaking my head like nigga i should have stayed here that's all i'm thinking to myself i'm like man i didn't got a bdr it can't happen no more right i cannot get another bad dick report on my carfax right so now I'm thinking like, but she cool though. So, you know, she ain't tripping. She know what it is. She cool. So I text her. I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I hate the shit went like it did. You know, I hope you have a good birthday. Safe, yada, yada, be safe, have fun. Radio silence. She don't hit me back. I said, oh shit. But finally, a couple hours later, she hit me back. Like, you know, I dozed off, you know, yada, yada, yada. Cool. So I'm thinking everything is everything. Everything is cool. Everything is cool in the game, right? I'm like, oh man, I, I avoided. Well, okay, I got a BDR because I didn't perform, right? 
but I don't think she gonna put it on my Carfax, right? It's like a car accident. You might have like had a little quick little fender bender with somebody, but you ain't gonna report that, right? So nobody know. Everybody's safe. Okay, cool. Man, listen. I thought I was cool. I thought I was safe. Man, about two weeks later, back at the crib I'm at work. My boy, my frat brother, he say, nigga. I say, what's up? He say, man, old girl talking about you bad. I say, what? He say, nigga. She told her girls, like, told her girls, like, you wasn't about shit. I'm like, oh. So he already know the story because I had told him. He was like, yeah, she talking about you bad, dude. So I know at this point, I, I know, I said, I got a BDR, it's on my Carfax. Then I start accepting it. Won't be my last. I'm going to own every BDR I've had. Now, what I won't own, like there's some things on my, on my Carfax I won't accept, right? Like a BDR, if I did it, okay, I'll take that. Now, you're not going to lie on me either, though. Don't lie on me and... and you know what? Don't lie and say, first of all, don't lie on me and say we had sex and we didn't. Because I know, let me, two. There's two young ladies I know right now. I don't say young ladies. They grown as shit now. They grown years old. That have lied and said we've had sex and we didn't. But that's another day, another subject. But if I didn't, like, if I did and it was whack, I can take that. That's cool. I get it. But anyway. So old girl's talking about me bad. Every time I see her, it's a quick, hey, what's up? And keep it moving, right? So I say to myself, one day sitting at work and it's eating at me. I say, you know what? I got to redeem myself. I got to redeem myself. I got to figure out how to get back in here and show her that I'm no punk bitch, right? That I, I, can, I, can, I can do the job. So I'm trying, I'm hitting, hey, what's going on? You know, what's going on? We need to link up. Every time, nah, mm-mm, I'm good. Nah, mm-mm, I'm good. Nope, mm-mm, straight, I'm straight, mm-mm, right? So then in my demented mind, I, I forge a plan. I come up with a plan. What's the best way to get a chick to want to give me some pussy? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. What's the best way? Have sex with her friend. This is my thinking. Have sex with her friend and be so amazing that her girl got to tell it. So what do I do? Cool. I get super cool with one of her girls. I know they tight too. Oh, I know they tight. I know they're cool as shit. Part of me was like, I don't know how to go about this because they're so tight that she wouldn't break that bond. But I'm like, eh. I've seen little things. She said little things that that makes me believe she'll break that bond. So what does she do? She breaks that bond. Me and her friend get it. Get it in. Oh, nigga, I'm in there. Man, listen, I'm on some Jake Steed, right? I'm on my Jake Steed. Uh, like I'm in there wilding, right? Oh, we have a great situation. I mean, a few times over. The chick T that I initially had the bad D BDR with finds out on some secret shit and approaches her friend. Like, I can't believe you, yada, yada, yada. And I guess they get to talking. She tells her like, hey, you tripping cause hey, it's, it's like that. Me and old girl, 
She drunk one night. She calls me. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to, to redeem yourself. Nigga, what? Bet. Man, we link up. I got two BDRs from the same young lady, y'all. Two. I'm out, man.